Welcome. You've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together, we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now, let's get it. So we're going to start by officially welcoming Brother Kendall. Kendall Reyes? Yes, sir. Ah, Welcome to the Brothers Journey Show. I, we, we go way back. So awesome, brother. I know he's going to encourage us and motivate us and inform us on what it is that Kendall has to do for the for the brothers in the kingdom of God. Amen. Yes, yes. yes. So wh- where are you from now? Well, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago originally. I've lived uh, in Spartanburg for uh, since 2004. Right. Um, I was a collegiate athlete. Um, I was on scholarship playing soccer at Francis Marion University in Florence, South Carolina. Mm. And um, and so I coached at the college level, did some teaching at the college level and okay. quite a bunch of other things along the journey. Yeah. Got it. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are a soccer foot. What do you say? Soccer or football? Soccer. Yeah. Soccer. soccer. Got, yes, it, got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. OK. And you're still yeah. coaching? Um, right now I'm not, I haven't since COVID. Um, but what I, I, what I also do is I'm a coach educator. So I train coaches, develop coaches. I still work with players on player development, um, managing players, helping players that are moving into the professional space. So I still operate from that capacity, but I'm not hands-on other than when my neighbor's kids come over and want to do a little work with me or my grandson. Got it, got it, got it. So have you been to the, um, I guess, the games here with the Triumph? Um, I haven't been to to Triumph games, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I had my own semi-professional team here called Sparta 2020. Uh, We started in 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, We played out of the um, Spartanburg Day School, which I was also the varsity coach at that time for the boys at Spartanburg Day School. And then when COVID hit, obviously a lot of businesses took a hit, and right. this was self-funded by myself and my my partner owner. So I was mm. part owner of that team. Uh, we played in the United Premier Soccer League, and I uh, just brought a good opportunity experience for those players out of the community who were post college playing um, with the ambition to try to play on the pro level. And then we had some youngsters high potential youngsters. We had a couple come in that were 15, 16 year old to help with their developmental process as well. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's something that, you know, we as, you know, um, African-American brothers, whatever, how you want to label it, um, could, could get more involved in for sure. You know, just by the athleticism, which, you know, you know, is, is a part of that. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So let's jump into um, our conversation today. Um, you know, I guess we, we reconnected. And so now you're in the financial service space. Can you mm-hmm. expand a little bit on that one? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a licensed financial professional. 
Um, the company I work with is called World Financial Group. And uh, our parent company is Aegon. Aegon is rated uh, somewhere about the top eight financial service uh, companies in the world. They're out of um, the Netherlands mm -hmm. and um, they bought our company in 1991. Um, they also bought uh, Transamerica, which might be familiar, um, yeah. out of Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, Aegon manages through their whole structure over $1.6 trillion in asset and financial uh, product management. So it's a massive um, company, World Financial Group. Um, we're, we're a brokerage sort of, and we work uh, to help a lot of people, educate a lot of people on financial literacy and uh, what products are available to help them put their house in order, so to speak. Okay. So as far as uh, the financial services, and I guess I could look at my notes here. So now when I, you got those, so is there anything um, that we want to get into? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to kind of flow with it, but if it's something you want to deviate from the, from the path, cause I don't even think I'm following it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of, we just, but again, that's a natural conversation. Sure. Um, sure. So, so, but when, when I hear that, I've heard it in the past, and it really just translated into life insurance. So I know that's one piece. Right. So life insurance is only one piece. The, the, the thing that I've learned since I've gotten into the industry is it's an important piece of your entire financial portfolio. But for our company, we provide lots of different services. And when we think about a financial portfolio, Life insurance is one piece, um, asset protection, teaching people how the money grows, um, using um, tax advantages. There's a lot of different pieces that are involved in financial literacy. And, um, and so we educate people on what's out there, what's available and how to really build a proper portfolio so that you can not only protect your assets, build your wealth, build it from a legacy standpoint and insurance is one of those tools that you use for doing those things. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Cause yeah. I know the guy, you know, the people in my circle and, and um, family circle for sure, mm -hmm. you know, we're just, and I think I put on here, uh, you know, the average person making 20 to $25 an hour or whatever the going rate is on a hourly basis. What could they do? You know, cause I know, like I said, insurance is one thing, but I, you know, I'm, I'm I know the, the value of having your money work for you. Right. So for someone who is making, you know, within 20, 25 dollars an hour, I think the key thing when we talk about finances and financial literacy and how to take care of those things, the most important thing I would say, first and foremost, is to develop the discipline and learn how to save money. A lot of times we have money, even though we might have not a ton, but how we use our money is really important. And savings is an important piece of the whole process, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm um, learning where to invest, what to invest in, but most importantly, having a plan, uh, an income protection plan, so as you're building your assets while you're working and, you, and you're working on those things, you have a way that you could protect what you have 
learn how to grow what you have, right? And that's where a licensed professional comes in. You know, we educate people on how to do that, right? Um, you can get a free, you know, financial review. And obviously, the more informed you are, the, the more uh, sound financial decisions you can make. So, so that's really what it's about, is finding out what's fit within your plan, having a plan, and then having the discipline to do the things within that plan to see, to see it come to fruition. But I guess the, the challenge that I know I had, um, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying it's conquered, but not really knowing what, what is available. I mean, you know, I got Acorn on my phone and I'm putting a few to extra change and doing some, some of that. Okay, mm -hmm. I look at it. Okay, wow, it's $1,200. And I don't know how much I put in or how much I've earned, but... Mm -hmm. And that was just from a coworker telling me about it. And I'm like, okay, right. let me see it. But knowing that we don't know um, how to do it, and if we yeah. had someone that could guide us through it, we could probably get started faster and do it a whole lot better. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree. And again, you know, um, the more I do what I'm doing, is the more I'm actually learning as well too. So every yeah. experience is unique in itself. When I work with a client and I start doing a review, I recognize that, okay, this person's situation is a little bit different than the last person. So what the individual needs are, are unique to that, that client. And so I have to then do the work to make sure that we're meeting the, the most suitable products to the needs of that client. But I learn more and more. I find out things more and more about some of the same products that I'm already familiar with but I also learn more about how you can use them in different ways to maximize the use of them. So um, what happens with us is that, you know, financial literacy is not something that's taught anywhere, really. It's not taught in a meaningful way. So we either learn from the hard lessons in life mm -hmm. or we learn from trial and error, right? Right, right. But we suggest that, like any other subject matter, um, there's information, there's material, whatever, but then there's a, there's a professional out there who can help you learn about it or get some better understanding so you can make those kinds of decisions. Not everybody can work on a car unless they're a trained mechanic, right? But right. we do know where to put our, our antifreeze or we know to put our oil. That's just the basics. And that's what we do when we have acorn or something that's just the basics but when we're going to get down in and really get something done we got to go to the mechanic right so go having a financial advisor or someone who can help you understand what's out there what's available but but how to utilize it that's the different thing how to utilize it to maximize that's really the key there and 95 percent of the population um don't have a financial advisor. They don't have someone who can give them that advice or or, or those pointers or those keys. So, got it. So, um, I guess in in the age of COVID, how do you? I know the old-fashioned way would be to set up at the library and do seminars or whatever. So, is more of of what we do now the Zoom. Um, process or is, is how you get. Things moving in, in, in your way? 
Yeah, you know, what's what's interesting is that the technology, that's the way, that's what technology has done for us. Mm -hmm. It has allowed us to cover more people, more space in less time. Right. So I, I can do a Zoom, for example, and have 30 people on. Mm -hmm. teach them the same thing. Nobody drives from their house, go to the library. I don't have to book a room. I don't have to do any of that. Right. So we, we put them on a Zoom and we get 30 people, put them on a Zoom and we do one-on-one -on -one individual. So the technology has actually boosted mm -hmm. our industry because we're able to stretch our arms further and wider in, in, a, in a lot less time frame. Matter of fact, I'm licensed in several states across the country I have clients as far as California, Texas. It doesn't matter. In an old day, I'd have to fly out there to meet them. Right. right? I'd have to drive across town to meet you. Now, look where we are right here. So right. the technology has been good, and uh, we've taken full advantage of it. COVID has actually been good for our industry because mm -hmm. we've been able to reach more people through this medium. Got it, got it, got it. That is true. I, I know that, you know, I said this. Um, actually, this is my first Zoom podcast interview, um, okay. you know, because right now I'm just really focusing on the people in, yeah. the, in the Spartanburg area. But I do have people outside, you know, like I say, my coach is in Mexico. So right. I'm trying to figure that out, you know, the Internet instability and all of that. We tried it and it froze. But yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely doing that. So yeah. um so yes, I I I know um, what you're doing is definitely definitely necessary. Um, and then just you know, I wish you know we, we could figure out a way how. Well, first of all, figure out a way how you and I connect, which I think we have that. Okay. Um, and like I mentioned to you before, you know, this this is you know, I just we just finished one phase of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I learned the hard way, like you said, from hard, you know, yeah. hard lessons, 20 year term policy went boom. I'm like, wait a minute. You, mm -hmm. you know, I got the letter in the mail telling me my insurance is canceled. I'm yeah. like, well, wait, you know, 20 yeah. years is up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, I'm still shocked at the number of people who do not have asset protection, life insurance or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You do, I guess, I guess all of the whole range of investments. Uh, yeah, I, I do. So let me say this before before we go on, because I took some notes, you know, in preparation. So, good, good. OK, you know, so everything we do in our daily life is tied directly to finance and economics. We, we, we don't get around that. Right. So for, for me, for us, it's imperative that we learn as much about the subject. And then we also teach others the necessary skills that are associated with financial and economic well-being. That's just a given. If you're not doing that now, you're going to be missing the boat. You're going to be catching up. You're going to be making mistakes all the way along. So, you know, so that's why for us, it's really important, you know, to, to be able to teach this and for other people to learn about it. Okay. And, uh, and then the other thing I want to say is that, um, that for me, you know, I'm doing this now. I've done lots of different things. I've been blessed to, to be skilled to do lots of different things. Even, and even though soccer coaching has been a major part of my, my career and existence, um, but what I really do now 
is both mission and mission oriented and crusade motivated. Because as we look around, I realize how many people lose a loved one. There's a GoFundMe. But that only takes care of the funeral. Okay. That mm -hmm. family still got to live on. Right. And I can go into some personal experiences where we know friends or family members lost a loved one out of nowhere. Look at what happened with COVID. There's a lot of people who got caught unprepared, right? right. So this is mission oriented, right? We want to mm -hmm. reach as many families as we want to, but it's also crusade motivated. It's like a crusade. You know what? How can I help the people in my community? friends, family, and by extension, the people in my community, right? And the financial world has been sort of elusive to our, our, our community. Um, there are many Americans across the board from low and middle income families that are in this constant cycle of, of financial struggle, you know? And, and because, as I mentioned earlier, you know, financial literacy isn't really taught on a realistic level, right. you know, in schools or, or you know, we get them from hard lessons and trial and error. So the whole idea now is if you know better, you can do better, right? And having the right information and how to apply information, having it is one thing, but how to apply it is key. Yes. How to apply it is key. Yeah, the okay. whole financial literacy, I mean, that takes me back 25 years uh, when I started at the Urban League where, um, you know, we got out the military and that was something that, you know, was brand new to the community, you know, where it was, you know, like pulling teeth yeah. to get people to sit for a six week uh, financial literacy class, you know, introduction to homeownership and all of those things. Yeah. And I'm probably sure it's still a challenge today to one, for me to accept, okay, I need some help. And then two, you know, make myself available to the help and then follow someone through that process so I can see that. I right. mean, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, under, I understand the crusade part. That's good. I was going to say, you know, when we talk about, because I met you at the Urban League and I was going to mm -hmm. say that sometimes, you know, things in life happen. And, and this is what this is all about, is understanding not just about how to build wealth or do things, but also be prepared in the event something should happen. So yeah. um, at the time you and I met, you know, I, we had gone through the situation where my wife got ill all of a sudden. And we know that medical expenses is the number one contributor to financial demise. Mm. Yeah. And you can't, as we, some people say, you can't afford to get sick. Got it. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And yeah. so even when something like that happens, if you don't have certain things in place, it can be devastating, you know, for, for a lot of families. So, again, you know, just to reiterate that point about why is it important? Is it important? So why is it a crusade? It's a crusade because we're all subject to these things. And and, and for our listeners, if you if you are working with a financial advisor, that's great. If you got someone who is doing that, that's wonderful. But for those who don't, um, you know, you know, get with me, get with someone just to get an understanding of what's out there, what's available, 
and how for your own unique situation, you can put something in place. Definitely. I can remember um, I was fortunate um, in the military um, to have a friend who didn't look like us, mm-hmm. who every payday, you know, we, he, we would go to the, to, the, to the post office and he'd get his statement out and, you know, look at his then uh, mutual fund statement. You know, and I was intrigued. Well, what are you? How are you getting this money, man? You don't have a mutual fund, right? What's that? And I'm probably third right. twenties. I don't know, old enough to know better. And so yeah. that started me on that journey to where fifty bucks a check went into that. And of course, it's all gone now because life mm-hmm. happens. But had yeah. we not had that, then that would have been another another set of issues. So I I, I know beyond. I mean. No doubt what you're doing. Is- you know what's ironic? You just said you were with a buddy back then that knew, but you didn't know. Yep. How come he knew and you didn't know? Because he didn't look like you. Boom, there we go. So that's yep. why we're on a crusade. That's why we're on a mission. Just wanna just wanna label it that way. Well, I want to to be a part of the mission. If I'm the one out front, I can like I told a guy who tried to get me into another business model, and I won't discuss who that is, mm-hmm. but because I told him, I said, I've been down this road, my yeah. warm market, my coal, all that's gone. I don't yeah. I, I don't have it in me to go back to it because I, re- I remember the challenges. Yeah. But to say that, oh, that's, that's not a reason not to do it. So if there's right. anything that I can do to help sound the alarm, send them your way, what we have to do, then by all means, let's, let's discuss that. Um, okay. So, so tips, strategies, you know, like I said, for the listeners, for the brothers that's listening, you know, they like, okay, some may, you know, some may, this may be the spark, but if there was something you could share with them to, dare I say, motivate them any further than you already had. Okay. Well, I, you know, I'm a coach, so I'm going to stay on that motivational track right now, right? Yeah. So we're talking about breaking cycles of poor financial habits, learning how to utilize financial strategies that can help you with generational and legacy impact for future generations. That's where I'm coming from, right? That's where we come, my company comes from. So... If you want to start by asking yourself this question, how would you like to be remembered in terms of the financial legacy impact that you've had on your own family for generations to come? Um, I, I have two grandsons I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Nasir is two. Arian's going to be seven months tomorrow. Right. And, you know, as a minister of the gospel, I, I'm going to teach them everything I know about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah. As an experienced soccer coach, I'm going to teach them everything that I know about the game, right? Right. But as a financial professional, I definitely be teaching them about financial literacy, how to build, grow, and establish generational wealth legacy. Mm. That that's what we do. So that's that's in my house, me and my household, and by extension, everyone else in my community. So couple of things that I wanted to touch on really quickly because you asking about um, 
you know, uh, some tips and things like that, right? You know, right. some of the simple things that you can do is looking to create additional streams of revenue by offering skills and services to help increase your cash flow. Okay. I'm going to give an example. She don't want to sell any stuff, but I've been watching my wife the last year do some crochet that she learned when she was a little girl from her grandmother. Mm. And she's making some phenomenal stuff. And every time she makes them, I say, baby, you know, you could sell that, right? She's like, I don't want to sell it. <laughs> but I'm just saying right. there's something that you have a skill or a service you could provide that can earn you an income stream. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because your your one job is not going to get it done necessarily in this day and age. So that creating additional income streams, right? Offering services. I read about a guy who was a who's an Uber driver. And, you know, he would pick up his random passengers. And he said one day he had this inclination that he wanted to clean his car up, put some water in it, make some business cards and really give the passengers a good experience. And that grew into, he has a steady clientele of people that count on him whenever they need an Uber. So he has a, a book blog now of people who have had that experience. And that's mm-hmm. just raising the level of his service so that now his income stream has multiplied, right? Yeah. Um, you have to have a financial plan. You, you gotta have a plan with specific goals and specific objectives. If you say, I'm just going to save X, Y, or Z, that's one thing. But if you attach it to a goal or you attach it to an objective with a timeline, it gives you much more, um, helps you with your discipline to do it because you've got it attached to some other things, right? With goals and objectives. Yes. Yes. Um, Here's something. Knowing what your FIN, we call it F-I-N, financial independence number is. In other mm. words, where are you going to get to? What? How much money do you need for you to say, you know what? I'm, I'm comfortable waking up every day without the stress of this, that, or the next going on. What's that number going to look like? I need to make 4000 a month, 5000 a month, 6000 10000 a month. What does that number look like? You got to know what that number looks like. And that's part of your plan with your budget and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And here's another key piece, understanding what is credit. Yes. And how it is designed to be used. Because mm, it's it. a powerful financial tool, but you have to know how it's supposed to be used and understanding exactly what it is, okay? okay. So that'd be, that'd be good. Um, build a six-month emergency fund. So when I talk about having a plan, the first piece could be what, you know what? Six months, my expenses are X, Y, and Z. I mm-hmm. need to be saving towards that. So for six months, should something happen, I lose my job or something like that, I can still manage my household for at least six months while I'm looking for a job or looking for other things, right? Right. One of the other more important tips I'm going to say is learn the rules of money, how to build and preserve wealth. There are rules that are attached and you got to learn what those things are. And then you got to learn how to apply them, not only to build, but also to preserve. 
Got it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah. I would say this. So a properly structured wealth building portfolio has three phases. One is the accumulation phase. The other one is the protection phase. And then there's distribution phase. And you could be in different stages depending on where you are. Okay. So mm -hmm. while I'm accumulating, there's some rules and some things that apply as you're accumulating. Right. And then as you accumulate, you have to know how to protect it. And then distribution, when it's time for you to get to it, how do you manage to do that? Are you using a tax-free product? Are you minimizing taxes? What are you using when it's time to get your money? So those three things are really important in your portfolio to understand. Wow. That's good. That's good. And, and, and as you were talking, you know, I can remember hearing pieces of that. And always walking away saying, man, that is not, he ain't talking to me. Six months, man, I'm good to have six weeks, if that, you know, and it's, it always sounds as if it's, they're talking to them, not us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again, you know, we got, it, it's going to come back to goals, objectives, mm -hmm. and the discipline. If yeah. you understand what that six months means to you, right, then, then you go, that's part of your plan. Right. Yeah. And so now we learn to prioritize. If I can get myself there, then that's a burden that that's some things that I remove. Mm -hmm. So now I can focus on other things. OK, yeah. so let's say the same thing. If a person wanted to buy a car. And they don't have a down payment ready to buy a car, what would they do? They would save to have a down payment and buy a car in six months or three months or whenever. Right. So it's, the same, it's the same concept, right? Mm -hmm. If I lose my job or whatever, where am I going to live if I don't have the money to keep me going? So I've got to build that as part of my plan and it's recommended a six-month emergency fund. Right. Yeah. Same scenario is just now how you prioritize. Got it, got it, got it. Well, that's, this is definitely um, some, some great information, and we will talk, um, you know, we can finish this up because we still, we have four minutes. Um, okay. You and I definitely will, will further the conversation, you know, as far as me getting myself, because I am not there um, okay. to where I, I can lay there and say, okay, if I don't go to work today or you know, whatever happens, I'm I'm good for that period of time. But then also knowing that, you know, I, I I have mentioned to my son and my grandson, but you know, there's you know still in the in the development phase of of life, so to speak. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll keep you know keep harping on it or preaching on it or yeah. whatever. But um, I do know that we definitely this is just the beginning of that and we can come back with more shows and episodes and tips and all of that and you know finish and and take the crusade to the brother's journey that's for sure yeah for sure or have the brother's journey be a part of the crusade whatever how yeah. whatever that looks like absolutely so, yeah and uh, you know just to say for your sons and your grandsons it's never too early to start I yes. mean, I have some stuff that I put together for my grandsons at two and six months old. So oh, it's wow. not too early. 
All right. Yeah. The earlier to start, the better, because you don't have to put as much. Yeah. Right? The older you are, the more it's going to take. So starting that mm -hmm. young is important. Yeah. Um, if for your listeners on there, if you don't mind, um, my phone number is 864-266-3609. It's Kendall. Mm -hmm. And uh, my email address is krez, as my last name, R-E-Y-E-S, 603 at gmail.com. You know, for more information, you can look me up on Facebook, send me a message, and I'll be glad to sit down and do a one-on-one, -on -one, just a free, um, you know, evaluation conversation with you about what you have or what you might need and do a, a need analysis for you. Yes, sir. And, and I will put that information in the, the info for the podcast. Um, okay. And definitely, um, you know, hopefully, like I said, you, we can reach one um, who can reach another one and just get this thing moving. And we, we can definitely get together and, you know, strategize how we can, how we can really, you know, push the crusade because I mean, without it, we lost. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, it, it's going to happen COVID or monkeypox or whatever we're dealing with now, it's going to always yeah. be something. And, you know, having the financial wherewithal to deal with it and recover and not be stressed out about, you know, things getting turned off is definitely there. Yeah. So, yeah. so yes, sir. Well, any, any parting, we have a minute here. So I just want to, you know, wrap my end up by appreciating your time, sir. And we're, we're just getting started. So I'm not, I'll thank you for your time and expertise, but we're just getting started drawing from you. So I look forward to that for sure. Absolutely. So, and then you, you got the last word. Well, I, I want to say thank you again for the opportunity to come on and share with uh, the community on what I'm doing. And uh, I really appreciate you giving me the space to share this. Um, I want to encourage uh, our listeners to understand, look, this is something that you got to take care of. You know, we talk about life insurance and all of those things. Life insurance is a gift of love. Okay. I, that's that's the way I see it, right? So, yeah. um, you know, reach out, get a uh, you know a financial plan. You know, spend time on self improvement and retraining your mind. You know, on a daily basis. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Use lessons of your past and your past experiences to help propel you forward, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, just everybody be blessed and you know stay positive. And I uh, look forward to hearing from you again, Steve. We can get together again and, and do this another time. Okay? Yes, sir. So once again, I want to thank Brother Kendall for sharing his financial wisdom and expertise. And brothers, I hope you will consider joining Brother Kendall on his financial crusade. You know, we each have a great deal to learn and to teach the next generation. So if you're interested in learning more about the subject, you can email Brother Kendall at krez603, that's K-R-E-Y-E-S-603 at gmail.com. I'm sure the brother would love to hear from you and he's willing to help you in any way possible. So brothers, once again, thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.